And we're here with the first episode of Trifecta. I'm Sebastian Perry. This is Cooper Cookson. And River Faulkner. And today we'll be talking about Heritage Hall football and their season. So, River, as the offensive team captain, what have you and the offense been doing to get prepared for the season? Well, first we start off with Charger Iron, and it's brutal. I think everyone knows it's like a known stigma about Charger Iron workouts. Is they prepare you for our season and our conditioning level because being one of the smaller teams, people-wise, we just have to be more conditioned than everybody else. So starting the summer early on, like we know what we want to do and how we want to run our offense, which is fast-paced, no huddle, get the signal in, get the play going. So to prepare us, we, we just stay ready, stay in shape. I like that. I like that. Now, Cooper, as a defensive captain, what have you guys been doing on defense to get ready for the season? Really, the uh, seven-on-seven tournaments in Arkansas sharpen our secondary a lot because it's so much passing. Um, I think we should go in a little in-depth on what we do at Charger Iron. So we get there in the morning at 6.30, and they call the attendance. And if there's one person that's late or not on time, 400s, baby. 400s on the track for every person that's late. And that's a great way to start your morning off. Um, after that, we split into kind of like varsity and JV, and the JV goes into the weight room and lifts while the varsity goes and runs on the track or on the field, and that's either like 400-yard sprints or it's called a gasser or hills, just whatever Coach Freeman wants to cook up for the day, and that gets pretty tough. And then after that, we go into the weight room and either hit upper body, lower body, get our compound lifts in, squat, bench, deadlift, and clean, and after we do abs all together as a team. And that really brings the team camaraderie together and sharpens us a lot. But back to what I was saying about the seven-on-seven, seven, it's just also better for our team camaraderie because we're staying in a hotel together in Arkansas and just get to have fun with the boys. Now, would y'all say um, the preparation for the season is harder than in-season work, or would y'all see say it's vice versa? I would say that it's more strenuous in the off season, but getting to know the exact X's and O's can get pretty difficult in the season. Now I know um, this team doesn't have many seniors on it, so you're working with a lot of young guys. Some of the young guys, like Jordan Harris, have had experience, and of course the O line has some experience too that we know that are rising juniors and juniors this year. So what is it like playing with some guys who don't have that exact on the field playoff experience, um, late game experience, and just as a captain, what are you guys going to do in order to make sure everybody stays together? And yeah, what's your kind of thing when that happens? Well, speaking on that, like the younger guys, we had a team meeting actually the other day talking about focus. Just because when we get out there, like obviously we're a bunch of young guys, like it's good, we're at fun, but it's about time we start like focusing up, getting ready for week one, show everybody what we're about. And as senior leaders, like it's on us to get them right, get their heads straight. And a lot of these guys, like Jordy, the O line, they've been playing since last year, so they got they got a year under their belt. So we're, we're a really good team coming back. A lot of guys returning. We were a young team last year, so uh, it should look pretty good. It's also challenging because we have new faces on the squad, like freshman Gerard. Gerard's great. You remember Gerard's last yeah. name? Gerard Williams. Gerard Williams and Klein. Um, those guys are going to have it tough the first couple games, but. Once they get it under their belt, I'm sure that they'll be fine. Also, Rashad Smith is a great addition to our football team. He stepped right in and is pretty much a two-way starter right now. 
offense and defense. Yeah, we had, we had a steal from basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my right hand dude on the court right there, man. So, uh, for Millwood, man, what's preparation looking like? What what is the scout been looking like, and what's the game plan for that game? Well, since we haven't started that yet, so you haven't started yet. It's but game, game. even in practice, like when we're running like first team O versus. Scout team D, like they're running Millwood's defense or they're yeah. running Millwood's offense, like already in the season. We're not, we haven't watched film yet because they haven't given us too much, but we know what they're running. Like me and Cooper, like we know their plays already just from last year and the year before. So not too worried about it. Like their plays, we know them, we know what's going on. They're going to get it the same work as last year. There, it's a lot of talk before, but when it gets down to it, they know what's going to happen. They yeah. know who they want to get the ball to. And just gotta shut them down. They kind of act like the Texas of high school football. Yeah. Now, when y'all match up against Millwood, now I know it's the um, rivalry everybody's been trying to build for the past four years. Millwood versus Heritage since we've really lost Cassidy. Since first we tried to st- start it with John Marshall, but then that didn't work. So now it's Millwood. Now, when y'all step on that field, do y'all feel that kind of tension of this is a rivalry game? Like no, you're amped no. up more. We beat them so bad every year to where it's not a rivalry anymore. They they feel like that, but. I respect that. I understand how it is. You beat somebody over and over what again. What was the score last year? 45. Three for 18. They score 18 points on JV. Yeah. So, this season past Midwood game. So, of course, everybody wants to win the state championship. But do you guys have any individual goals that you would like to reach? Now, I'm not saying that y'all are selfish players, but, I mean, everybody has individual goals, even though you're on the team. So, what individual goals do you have first, River, for offense? Uh, Well, I think everyone has individual goals, like, Everyone wants to go ball out, yeah. see what they can prove. My personal goals, I wanted 2K yards. Like, I felt like I, my season got cut short last year. Six games, I had 1,000 yards. So, 2K yards is doable for sure. But, I mean, you got to set your bar high. Yeah, you got to reach for it. Yeah. Cooper? Uh, personally, I would love to lead the team in tackles once again. Last year, I had about 148, I'd say. So, looking for the 160s this year. Now, I saw um, former quarterback Blake Adams came back to be a coach. So, how's that addition been to the coaching staff as the for the team and the players? Bro, we, we love Blake. Blake's a great addition to our staff. One of the younger coaches we, yeah. we get along with well. He works with Andy a lot, too, because how we're running our offense this year is based off, like, that 2017 mm-hmm. team with Heaven and Tank. So, with me and Andy, they run a bunch of option. So, me and Andy this year – we're running the exact same thing, like deer and all these plays with options. That way we can utilize Andy in his run game. So we have both of you guys as a top dog. Who's the sleeper on the team that people should look out for this season that you guys would say? Rashad Smith. Shoddy. I like that. I like that. So what do y'all th- think is going to come from Rashad this year? I'm thinking he's going to be a great number three this year. Super reliable for Andy. Him and Andy have good chemistry together, and it's always fun to see. He's kind of that guy that we get a screen to. We yeah. get we get in the ball like when we can, out in space. Let him like read the blocks for his first year playing. He, he's great at reading blocks. It's like you would not expect it. It takes a long time for a lot of people. Uh, he played in middle school. He played with these young. So he's got some experience, but high school experience is different. But uh, now, teammate Ori Walker, wide receiver. Everybody's looking forward to his season. How y'all how y'all think he's gonna turn out this season? He's gonna step into that wide receiver one role and smooth it like butter. <laughs> he's, he's been waiting on this opportunity for a while. Like, being behind Gavin, like, Gavin is that guy. Like, yeah. You just 
and just him. So, like, when you're behind a wide receiver like that, you know your role. Like, he was a wide receiver, too. This year he's going wide receiver one. Like, he's our guy we look to when we need a third down conversion. And we need those, like, long plays, those big plays. Like, or is the guy we're going to. Okay, so this question I got. Minus Lincoln Christian, who's the team you guys look most forward to? Who would be the team that you guys are amped up, got to beat them, close to rivalry, like, no more, I'm locked in for the whole game? Is it Berry Hill? That was dirty. Berry Hill was pretty dirty last year, but I personally love our game against Clinton. We've beat them, I think, 10 years in a row, and it's about the only thing that they haven't been able to mark off their even when they won last year yeah. 4A like we, we spanked them in our game like we've 4A, 4A is not as good as 3A I think a lot of teams know that 3A is just a lot more private schools yeah that's what it's like for us with Millwood Millwood hasn't beat us at all yet ever since they played Heritage so it's always like kind of protecting that when you're on the court like I want to protect that and make sure they don't beat us so yeah, yeah. that's how it is I Cl- understand that Clinton's a cool team like it's one of those teams that like they're kind of like us same numbers wise great coaching like they've been around for a while they also bring the house to away games. Last year, I remember they had their mascot sprinting down the sideline as one of their players busted a big touchdown, and I was just like, wow. Seeing that big red tornado. That, was, right. that was one of the like turning points of our year last year. Second game, like we're down 14-0 off the bat. Clint game. We just got got out there first quarter, got smacked in the mouth. And so when we went to the sideline, and we were like, we were like, wow, this is, this is it. Like, me and Coop's like, a lot of young guys out there, like, first time playing. And yeah. then that second quarter, we really picked it up, showed our true colors, came out there and did what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Now, this is my last question now. Being here my whole life as a lifer, as a younger kid in the lower school, seeing the football players, I would idolize them. And, like, we had Sterling Shepard, Barry Sanders. When I saw them, I think they're celebrities now. So what would y'all say to the little kids out there who are probably idolizing you in the lower school right now? What would y'all say to them when they do grow up and get older and get in your position? You just got to work hard every day and stay consistent. You just, yeah, like, I used to look up to Blake Adams and Connor Carey, like, Hank Tevin, like, these guys come back around for practices, and it's just, it's, like, awesome to see, because it's, like, oh, my God, like, I used to watch you, like, crazy, so, if I'm that kid, I'm just, I'm putting my head down, and I'm working, I'm working for that spot, I'm gonna want it. You also gotta make sure you're having fun, that's what it's all about. Yes. And the fun comes, when you win, it's fun, and that's all we do. All right, Chargers, uh, this is the trifecta. Uh, we hope you guys like listening and enjoying. Um, I'm Sebastian Perry. Cooper Cookson. River Faulkner. And we'll see you guys another time. Thank Yay. you.